Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Not me, that is for sure. So get this, Nair. Yes, Nair, the OG has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell amazing. I just used the coconut oil and vitamin E shower cream, and I seriously forgot I was in my own bathroom. It smelled like a spa. Plus, it's allergen-free, so it's gentle for your skin, and it worked in as little as three minutes, so no nicks, no cuts, and the smooth skin lasted days longer than shaving. Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all those nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates, so you can feel good about what you're putting on your skin. Have a me-time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. And that's what you really missed with Jenna and Kevin, an iHeartRadio podcast. Welcome to That's What You Really Missed podcast. I am Jenna. I am Kevin. And wow, 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 wow. Wow. Today. Wow. Wowza is all I can You're say. You're welcome in advance. You know, um, because Jenna is the best and the most universally liked person <laughs> in the world. About, I don't know about that. <laughs> she is able to sometimes pull guests that the rest of us just are grateful <laughs> for. So, Jenna, tell them who we have today. The man, the myth, the legend, Uncle Jesse himself. <laughs> our friend, our dear, dear friend, John Stamos, Dr. Carl. He's here. Dr. Carl is And here. I don't need to say much more. <laughs> and also, because... <laughs> Dr. Carl um, <laughs> is currently rehearsing for a tour. We also might have a surprise guest. Oh my god! That pops in to say, "Hey," and I will never recover. <laughs> I mean, nah, it's just—it's too much for one one heart. <laughs> oh, he's the best. Um, enjoy our conversation with the loveliest, hottest John Stamos. John, Jenna, Kevin. I miss you so much, both of you guys. I miss you so much. So I miss much. You so much for being here. My pleasure. I miss one of you more than the other, if you guys <laughs> you guys figured out. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying who. It's we have so much to talk about. We have so much to unpack. I mean, Glee, fine, whatever. But we we got to talk about Kevin. I'm proud of you. You found your true thing and <laughs> you're out there fighting the good fight. And uh, I'm I'm really uh, I've, I've watched you and I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm a proud friend. You've really done fantastic. My God, Aww. John, that's so sweet. Thank you so much. Well, True I John mean, form, just giving us all the compliments. I before. know. I you're, have... you're next. <laughs> yeah, go to Jenna now. Please go. No, to no. Keep, keep talking. I, I really, I, I was so impressed with you. And so are you in a relationship now? I am. I Yeah, you Same actually, I, you met my first boyfriend back in the day. You didn't probably know it was my boyfriend because he embarrassed the hell out of me because you came to the trailer one day and then he was like, oh my God, I love you. I grew up in Brazil and I've loved you since Brazil. And I, I it was one, like the first three days of you working with us and I was so mortified. Oh, come on. 
Well, yeah, you're like the nicest human on the yeah. face of the planet, and of course you would not care, but I did because I was trying to make a good impression with the one and only John Stamos. You did. Obviously, do you remember the living legend? Do you remember the first one of the first days? I, I was standing on my steps of the trailer, and I gathered. All, I said, "You guys were all together so, for some reason." Yep. I said, "Come here, guys. Come here. Always. Come here. I'm going to give you one piece of advice. Don't fuck each other." <laughs> you we did like, say that. Too late. Yeah, yeah late. that's probably what we said. Too late yeah, for some did. people. But you, but you two were the were the most welcoming to me, and yeah. we we were very, you know, for you folks out there, we, we stayed very close. We went to Disneyland. We should talk about. Yeah, yes. but you guys were my um, because it was well. I haven't listened to much of the show, but the you don't it, need to. It, no, no, it was fantastic. It's great, but the, <laughs> but you're starting. This is the second season, right? Mm-hmm. And. And uh, you guys were just starting to be the biggest things on the planet, right? Yeah. And uh, you guys stayed level-headed for the most part. Thanks. We tried. We kept each other in check. And it was very nice. You, from the very beginning, I remember we all hung out. You were very good about corralling all of us together and hanging out in a trailer. And you were sort of without trying to hit us over the head with like, listen to me. You would tell us these stories and about your experiences. And it was all very, very illuminating and educational because it was as someone who had also been on like the most gigantic TV show in the world, you had been through this already. And so, oh, good. You know, yeah. I'm glad some of that wrote, you know, you, I had so many incredible mentors growing up, you know, and my first was Jack Klugman. You probably don't know him. And then, you know, Gary Marshall and these guys, Don Rickles. And yeah. you, I, I was waiting as long as I could to have to pay it forward, but it <laughs> certainly, certainly started. Then it was kind of like I was like, "Oh, I'm old, and these guys are young." But you know, my <laughs> my stardom or my success, whatever, was so gradual. You guys were boom. Wait, mm-hmm. before we call on Jenna, I'm proud of you too. Congratulations on the baby. Thanks, friend. So happy for you. You look. Thank you. you work out too much, but you look great. <laughs> I mean, every time she's on, jumping and doing and running. Right? I love but, the um, love the bouncing. Thank you. Thank you. I, uh, yeah, the last time I saw you too, it was like you weren't married yet and your kids. So congratulations to you yes. as well. It's so crazy. It's been yeah. so freaking long. Um, Goes by too fast. Life huh? happens, right? I remember yeah, I was doing waitress and you weren't married to Caitlin yet. And you had said you were supposed to come and you couldn't. And then she was supposed to come. You were going to send her anyway because you love waitress. And you were like, this girl, she's really special to me. I remember you saying that. And I was like, that's oh, right. that's really nice. I can't wait to meet her. And then I think she had to fly back early and she missed it. And anyway, I didn't no, get no, to meet she, her. And I still haven't met her. Oh, meet her. she was there. She saw it. But she, oh, she had to, yeah, I was never, I wasn't in New York or I would have been there for sure. Mm. I never got a chance. I wasn't with her that trip, but she went and she loved you. And, and, uh, uh and you two have stayed good buddies this whole time. Yeah. Oh yeah. We're, oh, yeah. yeah. We were on FaceTime last night until 11 10 o'clock PM or something. Yeah. yeah. Like we were obsessed with each other, you know? Yeah. Well, it's nice to like work if you can work with your friends, if you could be with your friends, like that's kind of like the thing I've learned in this business as we've gotten older is like just work with the people you like and, you know, be kind. And yeah, exactly. I mean, you've done that. You've stayed so close with so many people that you've worked with. Like you have your people for sure, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. When they don't die on me, Saget. I know. I'm so sorry about that. Yeah. Such a kind, great guy. And like. I remember texting you during that and just not even, you don't even, like, there's nothing to say, but just, like, uh, we know. We knew. We understand. And, like, like you understood us kind of, like, the climb to fame. Like, we understood. Yeah, Naya. It's really hard. Yeah. You know, if if we take anything away from him, and it's kind of what you're saying is, like, just enjoy every moment because it goes by so fast. We mm-hmm. tomorrow's never promised. Love who you love, you know, have children, have get married, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, because that's at the end of the day, that's the important stuff. And then he never left anything on the table. You know, he always said, mm-hmm. I, I can look at every tech. I love you. I miss you. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of you. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I want to see you naked. They got dirty. Yeah, you know, sure, yeah, sure, yeah. Sure. as they should. Yeah, they always do. Everything. I mean, <laughs> Kevin and I dirty text all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't? So how did you guys, so second season, the beginning of it, like you were, I mean, they weren't working you guys to death quite yet, right? Oh, yes. I mean, oh, yes. I mean no, we were. It was yeah. definitely, I don't know what happened because between first season and second season, the schedule got even crazier, like you're <laughs> saying, which yeah. you would have thought we would have gotten into a rhythm, figured out how to do this, but we really didn't yet. 
did we? Because well, we added more songs, I think, every episode for season right. two. So there, therefore, there was more recording, more rehearsal, less time to do anything. And so it was, you were there as it was sort of cresting into time oblivion. <laughs> Right. Like we didn't really know what was going on. You were just thrown into it. Like you poor guy, you got there and we were like, buckle up, here we go. But you rolled with, of course, consummate professional rolled with everything. Well, it was it was frightening because, yeah. you know, right at that point, I was starting to become the biggest show in the world. I've never seen a group of people so talented in one place or one, you know, usually like, well, this one's kind of good. This one's not so good. This one could sing. This one. You guys did everything. <laughs> And I'm, you know, I am not, uh, it took, like when we had to do Hot Patootie or whatever it was, they, yeah. they and I don't want to talk about that because there's funny stories around all this, but they uh, remember, like we did it and those two nice choreographers were like, okay, you do this, that, and you guys were fussy, fussy one, boom, 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 here we go, hands up, and you had it. <laughs> and I was like, okay, good, let me record it. And I rent, I would rent uh, dance studios mm-hmm. and I would stay up wow. all night and I have a singing teacher there and I danced and work until six or seven in the morning because it, t- it took me a long taste. took me a long time to, you guys were like, boom. Um, yeah. Well, that's a, it's like a muscle though. Because- it's nice that it looked like that. Cause that's not how it always felt. And I think it was the yeah. inverse in the very beginning when Kristen Chenoweth came on, she came in and was like, Oh, okay. Da, 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 da. We showed it to her <laughs> once she got it. And it took us, you know, three days to even <laughs> remotely look like we knew anything. And I remember you coming in and being, you were so <clears> open <throat> about like, you know what? I'm feeling nervous about this. I'm not really sure if I got this. Is it yeah. okay if we run it again? And we're like, are you kidding me? Yeah. We'll, we'll, as many times as you need. We're right. happy just to like hang out with you. Yeah. <laughs> Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just arrived swim cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini, rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage from full to cheeky to minimal, now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent, dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriassecret.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Let's talk about something we can all relate to, hair removal. Not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Between Nick's cuts and razor burn, the worst. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing ever. Nair's new scents have turned my bathroom into a spa. My favorite is the soothing aloe and water lily body cream. It smells so good. Plus it's designed for lingering freshness so I smell and feel good for the rest of the day. And who doesn't love that? Nair's new shower and body creams are super easy to apply and work in as little as three minutes and my smooth skin lasts 
days longer than shaving. You can use it on your legs, arms, underarms, even your bikini area, which is perfect with summer right around the corner. I just went on a trip to New York to visit my family and I used Nair before I left. I didn't even need to pack a razor because I knew my legs would be smooth the entire trip. So check out the new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. So smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. You know, we were talking about this earlier before you hopped on because you're so talented. You're so good at so many things. Mm -hmm. And Uh, you were coming in and even being like deferring to us like, how do I keep up with you guys? When to us, it was like, you got this already. Like you're so much better than the rest of us. No, 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 no. I was just older. Let's talk at the beginning because I remember. So, you know, I knew Ryan, you know, way before. How did this happen? Well, I'm writing, I'm writing this book and I never thought I'd write a book ever in a million years. And so some of this is in there and the publishers are like, don't say this, don't say that. But I think I've talked about this, but Ryan, you know, I had a deal at Warner Brothers and, and Full House it was sometime in the 90s. Yeah, mid 90s or something. And Ryan had, what was his very first show at Warner Brothers? Um, Popular. Popular. Yeah, I think that's what it was, yeah. And, you know, when you get these development deals, if you're lucky enough to, you know, you sit back and go, okay, bring them on and pitch me some shows that I might mm-hmm. do, you know. And Ryan was uh, had a deal there at Warner Brothers. And so they said, oh, you got to meet this new young guy, Ryan Murphy. I said, okay, what has he done? Popular. What's that? You know, okay. Uh, I got a free lunch out of it, I thought. We went to the Ivy. Mm-hmm. And, um, of course. On, uh, and so I'm sitting there. He comes in. Very, very nice. And he says, uh, I, so um, we order. And we say, what's the show? And he says, well, you um, you play a, a male hooker. And you the wife and the husband. And you're kind of a therapist, but you're a hooker. And, the, and you have a really cute black guy and a really cute blonde guy. You're kind of like Charlie's Angels, but you're hookers. Sort of like Charlie's hookers. And I spit out my $27 iced tea and the, and the, the appetizers were just sitting on the table. I go, Oh fuck, I got to sit with this guy for another 45. Charlie's hookers. And, uh, and that was when we first met. And of wow. course I sh- should have done that show. It would have been genius of me because all I did was complain about, Oh, I got to get rid of this uncle Jesse thing. I got to mm-hmm. do some real right. work. And here comes, you know, the, the genius on a, a white horse saying, here's what, here, you want to get rid of Uncle Chessie? Play a hooker. Mm-hmm. But then, um, and then years later, <laughs> then years later, he came to me with, um, they offered me Nip Tuck. And, mm. and um, I should have done that one too, right? So He I was think a big was, John Stamos fan, huh? He was, but uh, he, you know, he is. No, he's <laughs> been, look, if if I, I probably should dedicate some of the, the book to him because he's been so good to me, or, you know, just one mm-hmm. show after another. But then finally, then Glee came along. And I remember we went to, um, at that point, we were, he was, it was at night, we went to the, uh, what's Chateau. it called? The Chateau. Yeah. Okay. The Chateau. <laughs> and he, you know, he's running the place, right? And I remember mm-hmm. I had this really cool leather brace, uh, like a uh, bracelet band. Cuff, like band. a, like a cuff, oh, yeah, like cuff. a, yeah. And he kept looking at it. I said, here, take it. No, I don't want to take it. And I gave it to him. Um, and he said, we're doing, I want you to come on. I want you to play the Frankenfurter part because we're doing the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Mm. And I said, I'm in. Sign me up. I mean, I would you know, done anything. But um, mm. I got really excited about it, right? So I said, okay, great, great. So, and then what are we going to do? We played dentists and great. I loved it. And um, when we got closer to that show, I think he directed the first episode I was in, right? Where um, yeah. yes. Britney Spears. Yeah, yeah, right, yes, yeah. That's yep. right. And that was, inc- you know, I don't think, I guess that was the first time I, he directed me at something. And talk about the, also the greatest director, like, dude, it's smile. You know, he had just, come, I think, I think, um, what was the movie with James Franco and uh, was it um, Eat, Pray, Love? Was that, was that? Eat, Pray, oh, Love, yeah, yeah. yep, mm-hmm. that's right. And, and Ryan directed it, right? And, yep. and I said, why was he smiling so much in that movie? Like, Frank, like he would just smile. And so he <laughs> Ryan wanted me to smile. So in those scenes, he's going, give me Franco. Give me half Franco. Full Franco. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember that. But That's so very funny. So, so, cause he, you know, he wrote, probably wrote that episode of, you know, writes, was mm-hmm. writing everything back then. And so he was kind of like, say what you want or throwing lines at you. Yes. Funny that was lines. the only time that we could do that was when Ryan was in yeah. the director's right. chair that we right. were able to like go off, off the cuff or like, off the page so fun huh? i was so afraid i am so grateful to him i mean and i'm sure you guys too i mean 
But did you ever think like, like to just to watch it? Did, I mean, I guess we knew he was going to be the biggest thing on the planet in television and movies, but just to watch him think, right? I remember mm-hmm. I was, you, I and watched, you could see it. I always say that you could the look at him turning. and the wheels were like fully right, right. turned. Like it was like they were on the outside of his head. Like you could yeah. see right, everything right, happening. Right, right, right. Yeah. And I remember one time, I think it was maybe the, I was, then I was on the new normal. Was that after that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so. Like and after. that was really fun, sweet of him to put me on there. And then, and then Scream Queens. Scream Queens. Scream Queens. But, which you had which like I, huge part on. <laughs> it's really I fun. Love, that was fun. But, um, on uh i was i went in his office and, and i think it was like glee was still going on new normal and maybe another show and all the writers from all the shows were around and he was sitting at, at his desk he's like bup, 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 to that show bup, 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 that show but like three shows but he's yes. throwing yes. stories out because i'm like yes. wow so yes. yeah you know that is something we haven't talked because once he the ryan murphy empire was growing in the early stages of glee with horror story and then like new normal and it kept going. Mm-hmm. And so he kept getting more offices on the Paramount lot. And <laughs> yeah. you would see him. Sometimes I would go in there at lunch and just hang out with like some of our friends. And uh, they, were, they were assistants, you know, to writers and producers and things. And he'd walk you. in and j- do exactly that. He'd be like, okay, here are my notes. And just like shout it to the wind. And then everyone <laughs> would sort of like go off and <laughs> do their sort of right. due diligence of relaying yeah, yeah. everything. Yeah. And keep coming with like casting choices. I remember him throwing out names and people look like, what? Like, did you know that was happening? Like, no. And then they would have to like find these people and, right. you know, make so calls crazy. and things. It was fascinating to see. And I think you're right that like we didn't necessarily know. We were with him all the time. It was fascinating and like, great to when he was directing and get to work with him every day like that but also you can't really feel the empire sort of growing you know him making those other deals like oh i'm doing horror story now too we're like cool and we're so concerned with you know five six seven eight whatever we're going to be dancing that day and so it was happening concurrently and we sort of didn't really i think grasp that right 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 right. as you're in it well that's what he said on the pot when he came on the podcast he's like you you know like on one end, he didn't really know what was going on with us, which he says he wish he had taken more of a like, interesting, you know, more of a role in that. But he was yeah. off doing horror story and had other things that he had to produce and you know create for his deal with um, Fox. And like we didn't also see, we felt like it was just the abandoned dad who left. And he was actually like, I just didn't know how to manage all of this, like manage a massive empire of people. So it was really interesting to hear and then to see, you know, you say that you were kind of like watching, you you witnessed a little bit of it too. A little bit. Yeah. Um, Jayma Mays is like the best, the best, most talented person. Ever. Like so funny and so great to work with. And yes, getting yeah. to pair the two of you together is like a dream come true as it's just so, a fan so cute. of both it's so of you. Cute. <laughs> How was it when you came in, you got to be that little wrench in that you got to be that love triangle, you know, the third part of that love yeah, triangle. Yeah, yeah. Um how was that getting to, you know, work with Jayma and mess with Matt and all of that? <laughs> um well Jayma was I was gonna do a joke about threesomes or something. Um <laughs> oh, that I've ruined relationships. But Jayma was she was like Annie, right? Like those big eyes, hi, you know, like it's it great. Um so cute. and uh and and you kind of wait for is that 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 veneer to kind of drop, but I don't think it ever did. <laughs> She's like that all the time, right? Yeah. She was wonderful. And and you know, nice. I knew uh um Oh, did I know anybody else on there? You, you did guys, you know Matt? I knew Matt. Oh, yes, I knew Matt a little bit. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know. He, I don't know if he was so happy I was on there. I mean, we were friends. I don't know what happened. <laughs> you know, interesting. Yes, I came in doing that thing, and the um, the dentist was a blast. You know, because uh, kept, uh, it was the Britney Spears thing, and they were gassing what a crazy episode for you right? to come in on too. Yeah, and I remember Ryan said, um, "Ryan said, uh, hold on, thank you." <laughs> We're the only boys around here. The rest of them are a little old. Um, <laughs> you guys never... I'll finish this. Well, you guys never came to a Beach Boys show, right? Did you guys ever no. come? No. We're playing We're playing at the Hollywood Bowl, the second, third, and fourth, I think it is, if you guys are around July. Come be my guest. Absolutely. Yes. 1,000% yes. Fireworks. 
Orchestra, whole thing. Oh, we're coming. Yes. We're there. We're you know, in. we. Okay, cool. I um every day I played Emma one song before she was born, just so that like when she came out of the room, I would wanted to see if it would calm her, if she like recognized it. And I played her "God Only Knows" every single oh, day of my pregnancy. Wow. Beautiful yeah. song. So sweet. Yeah, what a beautiful song. Yeah. One of the greatest it, songs of all time. I think it's, it's a perfect song. Very few songs are perfect, like something right. by the Beatles is perfect. But um, right. I was just writing about this because I was, I, it was a, at my, my first wedding. It was the first dance and the, the rest of the band was there. But Carl Wilson, who sang it, passed away just like mm-hmm. a couple months earlier. So it's really, but it's, the lyrics are a little harsher than they, I mean, if you really listen, yes. you go like, mm, wait a minute. We're blowing this bit. Yes, it's, um, I may not always love I may you, always love you. Stars above you. That's right. Right. <laughs> What kind of well, love song is that? I may not always love you is the first two right. lyric. Well, it's well, like, um, who sang um, every breath you take? Um, yeah. Yes. Sting. Br- uh, the police. Uh, Sting. Sting. And, and they're like, that's actually I'll like kind of stalkery. And they're like, yeah. hey, I'll be watching you. And they're like, good luck on that one. Because it's a lot of people's yeah. first wedding song. Anyway. Um, <laughs> no, good. God only knows is a beautiful thing. Wait, so I was talking about Ryan thing. Where, 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 how did we? Uh, Jamie and Matt. You weren't sure Matt was Jamie super Matt. excited to have. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure about, oh, because the dentist and, and yeah, it was crazy. And I remember Ryan like threw me into a dance number at the last minute. He goes, go slick your hair back, like grease it back. And, you know, look, okay. Oh, yeah. Well, actually that was either my first day or second day, but I was sitting in a, a bar, like a lounge chair. And Heather's like, dancing Heather was around. dancing Heather's in the glitter dance around. <laughs> not dancing, grinding. And, go, you know, I'm like, this is going to be a great job. <laughs> it was so fun. Um, but you guys were so kind. And then I think I I look back and I go, because because everybody kind of was really sweet in the beginning and then went their own ways. And they were starting, you guys were, but then, but I really realized that I couldn't imagine what was going through your heads during that time. Yeah. You know, just you had to just be thinking all the time about what's next, where we'd go, sleep, yep. are we doing the yep. right thing, get people. Yeah, um, it was hard. It was, it was like they worked you they worked us to the bone and then on the yeah. weekends you had like press and you had all of these things to do and so there was just no break from each other or from the show like no breathing room to like sit back and look back at what we were doing and during the time right, right, there's right, no right, like reflection right. time it was just like you're almost suffocated by it in in many ways at least that's how i felt but at a the lot same of time. time it was and i'm not saying this just to like be sweet to you but at the same time then our job was to like show up and get to work with people like you like you Tom. like yeah yeah it was right. very odd that yeah people that we looked up to wanted to be on a show that we were part yes. of you right. know we're, wow. it's still even though the show is becoming big like you know how that like you're not all of a sudden a different person right and so right, right right all of a sudden you have all of these people that you love that are right. coming to work at your place of work and yeah. like you turning to us being like is this right? Am I doing this thing right? And you're like, well, what? speaking of, How? we talked about this on the podcast, by the way, John. Um, the time that you, your friend, um, Jeff decided that he was going to screen your first episode. And so we watched Britney, Britney with you, right? Your first episode of the show at Jeff's house. And you forgot to tell us that it was with your cast. So like <laughs> we showed up and we didn't know where we were going or like, yeah. And we're, and we're like, I'm like, I'm sitting with the whole Tanner family. Like <laughs> nobody told us. John didn't, you know, he like buried the lead as we show up at Jeff Franklin's house. like whose house it was. Yeah. It was the whole Because your friends. I get it. But it was just funny. (laughs) Jenna and I were sitting there like, oh my God. What's going on? I remember. But I think I was closest to the two of you, right? I didn't really hang out with anyone that much because... Yeah. um, But so, remember, so I did that and then, so the whole lure was this Rocky Horror Picture Show and to do, to do, uh, you know. And I was like, oh, I couldn't wait. And I, I, this is the way I thought of it or I heard why I ended up not doing it was that because I remember because it was Lou right I worked with her later too the, the wardrobe yep. Yep. she they made me this bustier That's like right. it, you know it was that and it was like uh, and I said oh man I want to do that I remember I remember sitting at um mm-hmm. at the chateau and Ryan goes well now your whole stomach's gonna be exposed I said I said, I'm, I've been working out and look look <laughs> in the chateau I'm pulling my shirt look I look good right yeah don't don't eat those fries you know um, <laughs> Ryan so then I remember I did the fitting for it. They took a bunch of pictures. And what I heard, and I could, you know, this is, I could be wrong, was the network saw it or the studio or whatever. They said, you got one straight guy on the show. Keep him out of, you know, <laughs> women's clothing. Oh, my God. Oh, my That's, God. And I was so, uh, and then I think Lou called me or somebody said, oh, what's not? Anyway, that's, that's, and then I was shifted over to, um, 
right. to do the Eddie character. Right. You, right. What do you guys know? What do you no, know? About I it? remember you coming to us because, and, and you you very much got how we all worked because we all had a piece together like Intel from different right, departments right, right. that we all collected separately. <laughs> so you would come to us and be like, so here's what I heard. Is this, like, you know, like I'm bummed. Like I wanted to do that. I was ready to do it. And right. we're like, I don't know. Let's go see what we can find out. Right. <laughs> but I think, no, I, I think, don't think we ever got no. the, the real intel under like why I think what you found out was. was what we heard as well. Yeah. And then yeah. Amber, I think, then got that. So, did you ever record the song or anything? Well, I think I did. I think um, you did too. I did I a demo. Did too. You guys want to hear another piece of trivia? You know who who I bought my house from that I live in now? Who? Adam Anders. <gasps> oh, wait, so you moved. Yeah. Oh, you live in that? Yeah, house? yes. That's an amazing house, by the way. It was until we moved in, you know, <laughs> um, but he's that recording studio in there. Do you yes. remember? Did you guys ever record there? I know. No, I recorded there. But some but of the, I think some of the like background, background vocals backgrounds yeah. were done there. Yeah. I don't, yeah, but I know. Might have been later. Darren recorded his Christmas record there. Leah recorded there. Ah, makes um, sense. Yes, yes, Anyway, yes. so when I went in to sing Hoppatootie, I was like, I can't sing. You know, this is too high. Mm. And and they go, oh, no, it'll be fine. Like, try, just, just go ahead and try it. Hoppatootie. Oh, I go, oh, God. They go, okay, thanks. We got it. I'm like, what? what? <laughs> uh, we'll, you know, we'll fix it. You know, yeah, they used to us. They can make anything work. You know? <laughs> well, me too, man. That's what I, that, and that's when I fell in love with auto-tune. And we've oh. been... Oh, and my, she's my mistress ever since. But then we have to go on <laughs> on Broadway and, and sing live, and it's like, come on already. Yeah, that's no, right. It ruins you. You go into that studio and like sing remotely close to the note, and then they can right. just melodyne it to be correct. <laughs> I love right. it. I, I and on in on the in New York on the Broadway shows, I would just put so much vibrato on it that I, eventually I would hit the. Ah, yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Remind me which shows you did. You've done. You, I saw you in nine a really long time ago. I was terrible at that. No, you were fantastic. You were fantastic in that. That was one of my great failures, but I'll, I'll tell you a story about it. But John, I loved you in that show. I grew up, my my parents were the type that said, if you want to do something, do it. I don't know how your parents mm-hmm. were yeah. with that, but it was like, don't put obstacles in the way. I can't do this. I can't. Oh, I don't have an agent. I don't have. Right. And I never did. I just went, go. Take and it, when man. I finished, I worked with Jack Klugman before Full House. And then when I was done with Foss, I was like, what do I do, Jack? My career is like, uh, it's Uncle Jesse. Get to the theater. Go to the theater. I said, I don't sing. I don't dance. It doesn't matter. Go. Mm-hmm. And I, I got a call around the time to replace Matthew Broderick and how to succeed in business. And right. my agent was like, you think you could? I go, yeah. Give me, time. Give me the material. And I practiced and I all night, all day, sung, danced, went in and auditioned for it. got it. So that was my first one. I just did. And I mean, you look back at stuff and go, like, where did I get the balls to do that? What, what was I thinking? Sure. How was that for you? Because sure. I struggle with that myself wow. where like yeah. people are always like, do theater. I'm like, it's not something I've ever, uh, it seems terrifying to me You'd because be great. it is so the opposite, I feel like, of what oh, I am be used great. to. Like, you how do done, you... Haven't you done any? No. Well, luckily I was coming from, you know, sitcoms, which are kind of, you know, there's a live audience when I mean, you can stop yeah. and start. Right. I think it was about Jack... It's, you know, the best company gave me is like you were holding, you held the stage. You got to hold, you know, hold the stage. Mm-hmm. I also, I was, I've been playing with the Beach Boys since 85. Right. And, you know, sometimes you'll, you'll pull up to a gig and it'll be like 100,000 people, right. you know, or more. So you have to, so some of that w- was helpful. It, the, the, you know, it, it just, it was, but it was nothing. I never thought like, I want to be on Broadway one day and I'm a singer. I never, I, I'm a terrible, I, I never liked singing. And then working with the Beach Boys, you think like, oh, you really must learn a lot. No, I get, you know, I don't sing around. I mean, I do sing with them a little bit, but they were yeah. so great. Um, yeah. So that, but nine was this, then I did cabaret. And that was the best thing in my That's life. Right. I, That's I right. That's right. I, I just, again, I don't know how I'm sitting there going like, why did I say yes? What am I doing? And then, <laughs> and then uh, we just, I just, you just have to let go fully. Yes. Just, yes. You know, and then, um, then I did nine, but, and they called, they said, do you want to, I wasn't working. I said, do you want to go back to, do you want to go back to cabaret or do you want to do nine? And I'd seen, I'd seen nine in the previews because mm-hmm. we knew Antonio and, and mm-hmm. it wasn't great and he wasn't great. And, you know, and so I thought I go, I'll go do that because it's new. I should stretch. And then by the time I went, it was like a year later and I said yes to it. And I went to see Antonio and he was blew the roof off the place. Oh. It was incredible. You know, mm-hmm. how it is in previews. It's just yeah. And I go, what am I doing? And, 
I mean, you couldn't get tick. And his wife was across the street, Melanie Griffith, doing Chicago, and the streets right. were packed. And then I remember driving up with this with this limo driver, and and I, I said, "What's going on here? Is, is the president?" I said, "Oh no, it's Antonio's last." He was talking about Antonio like it was a creamy rich soup. He would love. Oh, it's Antonio's last <laughs> night, and uh, I feel sorry for whoever's going to have to replace him. No. Like, yeah, it was no. like that. So it was tough. I mean, it was, you know, it was three hours of singing and doing it. It's a hard show, oh, definitely. Wow. But I thought you did great. I really well, did. I really enjoyed you in it. And um, and then I got to see you on Birdie, too. That was another not good one. Mm. Well, the production um, was uh, is definitely a, a, a challenge, <laughs> for sure. You know, you go into these things and you go, I'm going to go do my best. And then you can't control it. That's all you can do. That's Broadway so, for you. Glee. So wait, what what else did we do on there? We did I did that. And then. <sighs> what else did you do on the yeah, show? I was having a great time. But then all of a sudden, you know, like I was like, God. I don't know who <laughs> I put the tale as old as time. It right, just right. no, that's what happens. Storylines yeah. go, and you know the. Of course, like Emma and Will have their whole storyline, so inevitably, like it's Dr. like Carl a different goes, shiny object you know, appears in the distance. Like, oh, what's that? Let me let's follow that. You know, you said it, but it's, then he, but then he came back. Then he'd come back around with, oh, yeah. you know, with new normal. Like He's I remember, loyal. he likes his people. Yeah, he likes you, his people for yeah. sure. Yeah, and then you just kind of, and sometimes you just have to get in front of his face, and he'll, you know, and then he remembers. Um, yeah, I can't. Last time I saw him, but do you guys? Oh, he was on your, uh, he was on the podcast. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he yeah, he's coming, coming a couple back. times. He, <laughs> he loves does? coming back. He never really talked about the show, and I think this was like a really safe outlet for him to like talk about the show. And he said he set the tone for us, which was really great. And um, we say that a lot. Like he really opened the doors to make these conversations acceptable because he kind mm-hmm. of he did it um so yeah we've seen him and we're you know i think we've a lot of us have like healed our relationships with him and the experience of the show and you know all of like the things that we were went unsaid um like kind of after naya passed away to be honest and so it was actually really healing was it on a zoom were you guys on a zoom and after naya um I he started he started sort of calling us. He yeah. uh, from like the very first moment of her having gone missing. Right. Um he, he got was, in touch with us. Yeah. He got in touch with us and it sort of became I think we were all so amped up emotionally. Um yeah. right. that we were just sort of like gloves off. We're uh, not you know, I it, you know yeah. Ryan, he's intimidating and yeah. now he's like the biggest, you know, showrunner in the world and and so I think we had all just sort of been like, whatever, like we're, we've just lost another friend. Like you, you don't really intimidate us anymore. You don't scare yeah. us. And that's what he was saying to us too. He's like, he's like, nobody has anything to lose by like opening up and being honest with me. And I think when you were that mm-hmm. raw emotionally, um, you have to just get it all out. And luckily mm-hmm. there's someone on the other end of the line who's open to receiving that and right. hearing mm-hmm. it and accepting all of that. Right. And that was sort of what was happening. And I don't know. It was weird that it happened during then, you know, during right. that time. But it, it just sense, did. Though. And yeah. yeah. And it felt good. We all had conversations with each other amongst ourselves in wow. addition to just him. And it was, was it was it was it was it one on one? You're saying like when yeah, a lot of it was one on one. Yeah. Yeah. He would call and talk to people. And like we really and, not a lot of us hadn't spoken to him in a really long time. So mm-hmm. it was really nice to like. Um, and I think a lot of us were waiting for him to open the door, to be honest. And I think he was kind of not really privy to it, not really understanding right, like right. some of the pain that we had felt and were like holding on to. So that's good to hear. So, so you guys, when I was uh, the second year, everything was kind of smooth. Did it? What, what did it? Well, then Corey died. Right when did he die? The, the season four. Before yes. season, right before season four. Then you came back after that, though, didn't you? Or were you up until the tail before he just passed away? It was before. It was right before. Cause Did he pass away? He passed away during the uh, hiatus, right? Yeah, yeah, between three and four. And we pushed oh, okay. for season four, uh, like two weeks or three weeks mm-hmm. into we were supposed to start. Like It, it happened yeah. like right before we were supposed to start. How uh, was Ryan then? Was he around? Did he come around or was he? That was a yeah. very complicated... Yeah. Well, he also said on the podcast too, like he, um, he, like he felt like a lot of responsibility that he didn't know how to handle it. But he, I think he felt very deeply when Corey passed away. 
And sure. that was really hard for him. And so I think he kind of, like everybody, like just went inward. Like we went yeah. away, right? And yeah. he said he would have stopped the show at the point when Corey passed away. Um, had we all done it again and we and we i mean me as a collective i i felt like the show died when Corey died yeah it did i mean we could feel that yeah. and it was like a lot of people when did, you are going back to the same places every single day and are constantly reminded of this gigantic personality mm-hmm. you know that you that you shared all of those experiences with in those places regardless if it was us any of the cast the writers all of those buildings and rooms were filled with him and right. so yeah. it's sort of you're reimmersing yourself in this, like, I don't, for lack of a better word, trauma of constantly being reminded of this person that is no longer there. Well, they had his memorial day. in the auditorium where our yeah. stage was. Yeah, that's right, right. And that was really hard for me personally. Like we had that memorial and then we just had to go back to like being there and being OK with it. And that was really hard um, and weird. Yeah. And piece of you is. There was only a handful of you that people that like 10 of you that knew what you guys went through. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. No one else on the planet. And then you lost one of your soldiers. Right. And then, and was Leah was, she was dating him when he passed away too. They were there together. And so that affected her and then boom. boom, 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 boom. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. you You had been part of a cast, a young cast and a cast that became really successful. Like, like, what did that mean to you? To, like, we all had each other, right? To yeah, lean on absolutely. through thick and thin, the good and the bad. And that yeah. has, to this day, I think, why we are all still so close. And, like, from your experience, has that been the case for you guys? Like, is that why you've all been, you know, you're still friends, still close? and With Full House? Yeah, like, you've, you've been through this, such a specific time and experience together. That like who else is able yeah. to relate to that other than and then you the guys. reboot? <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Well, <laughs> we um, still might have that ahead of us. <laughs> yeah. I, I, did you guys? Is, are we talking about this yet? The Glee coming back? I think there was moments earlier. I mean, I don't know. I mean, who, who knows? knows? Let's thinking. let's announce it today. I don't care if you, it's happening or not. Yes, Stamos on. Carl's back. Yeah. Um, well, I just love how like you were like, let's fire the Olsen twins. That that yeah. was like my news, like in my news feed the other day. I was loud, I was giggling. <laughs> I've said that over the years a couple times. Nobody even paid attention, but for some reason this time, this the, time <laughs> we 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 were we were we were abnormal and still are. I mean, we, we we were too close. It was just a weird thing, and it wasn't mm-hmm. because you know the Full House was was successful. What not the first year or two. But it wasn't like you guys. It wasn't a meteoric rise. And then, you know, every year since the show's been off, it's, it becomes bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. I never thought, I thought, when well, no, I'm done, I'm going to be done. I never thought I'd have to think about it again. But we just, we just clicked. Bob and I hated each other in the beginning. We didn't get along at all. Wow. A good amount of the time. We didn't hate each other, but he was, right. his process was so different than mine. I came, you know, as an actor. So I wanted to make the scenes better and work on the, you know, the emotion of the show. And, and he just wanted to do dirty jokes and make the guy pulling the cable laugh. I said, put that into the show. And, mm-hmm. and, and it was fun for a while, but it was also very um, dis- distracting. And it was um, disruptive to everyone else's process. Mm-hmm. We eventually, you know, obviously we, we we worked it out, but we didn't really become close until after the show was done. And he was very instrumental mm-hmm. in keeping us all together. You know, he was, excuse me, the twins moved to New York and, and, Bought New York. I think they own New York now. They bought, they bought the literally, <laughs> and, uh, and and you know I got to tell you too that one of the one of the only good things to come out of Bob's well, uh, the, the, the American National and, and we, we hadn't really seen him much. I mean, right. we stayed in touch with him a little bit, but Bob really did, and they were so great, and they just said all the things again, like probably what you guys got to hear, like you know, we, it was we loved it because you'd hear rumors or you'd say, oh, they they hated their childhood or they hated being on the show or whatever. And we were just like, okay. And then when I did Fuller House, they, did, they didn't want to come back and I was angry for a minute and, you know, that got out. And and so we never really, but they were, they just, we love you guys. We loved our childhood. We love being with you. We miss Bob. They came over to my house. They, they came over to my house and they brought a pork chop and sage. I don't know why, but thank you. <laughs> that sounds like a, that sounds yeah. like on brand. <laughs> Does it pork? Uh, it was a frozen pork chop, and uh, so that was really nice. And oh, um, that's good. So we stayed we stayed very close, but um, but you guys, I think it was a little different because you were all mm. pretty much unknown, and then the biggest stars in the world. Yeah. Mm. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. 
Pack your bags with just-arrived swim cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection in on-trend hues like black shine, green, and citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini, rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage from full to cheeky to minimal, now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape Fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriassecret.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Let's talk about something we can all relate to, hair removal. Not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Between Nick's cuts and razor burn, the worst. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing ever. Nair's new scents have turned my bathroom into a spa. My favorite is the soothing aloe and water lily body cream. It smells so good. Plus it's designed for lingering freshness so I smell and feel good for the rest of the day. And who doesn't love that? Nair's new shower and body creams are super easy to apply and work in as little as three minutes and my smooth skin lasts days longer than shaving. You can use it on your legs, arms, underarms, even your bikini area, which is perfect with summer right around the corner. I just went on a trip to New York to visit my family and I used Nair before I left. I didn't even need to pack a razor because I knew my legs would be smooth the entire trip. So check out the new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. So smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Now let's talk about our trip to Disneyland. Do you remember? Yes. Of course we remember. <laughs> you well, have, first of all. Yes, <laughs> your relationship with Disney. It's a little first weird, of huh? all, you're a Disney Disney's number one fan. You are the <laughs> Disney adult. Well, yeah. I, you know what? I wanted to shake that before I met my wife, but she, forget she's it. worse. Forget it. She's worse than me. And, oh, it's but, a match made in heaven. Even before that, I was like, I got to drop this Disney stuff. And I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be a serious actor. I'm trying to think. And I was out to dinner with some people. And Ryan Gosling was there. He was sitting next to me. And he, he's like, uh, you're a big Disney guy, right? I go, yeah, I, I said enough. He goes, oh, I love it. I go all the time. I got mixtapes for each ride. And I walk out there. And sometimes I go, hi. I, did it. I go, really? Yeah. So that was like, okay. I can, Yeah, I'm a Disney guy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it didn't hurt his career. Uh, and uh, my wife was so into it. I was like, okay, mm. I was out. Was back You're back in oh, now. But we were planning. To, we pl- planned it, and then I think Chris was going to go with us, right? And he yeah. and it was yes. it was raining. And oh, well, that we didn't weather. plan. We didn't plan that. But we we're yeah. like, we're still going. The one day yeah. of the year it rained. Right. That's Gosh. right. I, I mean, it was pouring, but we, it was so fun, wasn't it? So I had, much fun. It was so great because it was it was a bit of a shit show in the weather department, but that made it so memorable. And I just couldn't believe that 
Yeah, you took us all around. It was it incredible. It was so much fun. I remember I, I, it was kind of like quiet too because there was so much rain. So like it wasn't yeah. as busy as it normally would be, which is nice. I have really cute pictures of us in, in rain gears. Yes. Do you have those? Do you guys have those pictures? Yes. We should, we should I put them on I do. Somebody yes. send me those. I have them. We got we got our pickles. Oh, those pickles. Wasn't it one of the guys in um in, in Bye Bye Birdie? But were you, Kevin, were you out then? I mean, not like publicly, but, you know, to like our coworkers and friends, yes. Do you remember what year that was, Kevin? Uh, It must have been... 12, 11 or 12. 11 or 12, yeah. All right, I'll look for him. I have pictures. But Um, you weren't out, I don't think I, did I? Probably not. I I probably hadn't, no. But you remember the little guy who came with us from from Bye Bye Birdie? What's his name? I'm trying to there? remember who was with us. Little, and I thought maybe you guys were together. I thought Marco, didn't Marco come? Marco. My boyfriend at the time. Yeah, he did come. No, but there's somebody else that came with us and I'm trying to remember who it was. Oh, it was, it was my friend. I had to come to Jesus with Marco before. I was like, look, you need to rein it in. Like, <laughs> If you're going to come to Disney with us, Yeah, like we are now better. friends with Stamos. We're <laughs> cool. Play it cool. <laughs> look who just showed up. <gasps> That's Mike Love. Hey, guys. Hi. <laughs> How's it going? Um, this is the guy that wrote the, the, all the music. This, he didn't write God Only Knows. We were just talking about God Only Knows. This is the great Mike Love. How's it going? Nice to meet you. It's so nice to meet you. Oh, it's nice to meet you. It's an he, honor. These are our, um, my Glee. Uh, they're, they're on Glee when I was on there. He does a joke every day. He does a joke. We Sometimes we do Surfer Girl. And I say, Mike, dedicated to all the ladies in the audience. And he says, okay, all the ladies this is from John, like yeah. everybody screams. I said, and a couple of the guys too. And he said, that a couple of guys. Ever since he did a couple episodes of Glee, he got a big song to do. That sounds about right. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Ramsing. Yeah. Mm. He wrote, he wrote, I get around, fun, fun, fun. Yeah. Oh, these songs I, nobody's ever heard of. For I'm sure. a big, yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan. I'm a big Kokomo, fan. Kokomo. crazy. Wow. It is an Ooh. honor to meet you. You are an absolute legend. Yes. Well, that means Thank old, you. No. <laughs> no, that just means you're, you're more talented than the rest of us all combined. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm in the Mount Rushmore of rock. You should be. <laughs> he's one of the greatest. I mean, this, this band, he's and very me funny. so much joy. I've been hanging around them since eight, 1985. He was yeah. Blackie on General Hospital. So, uh, wow. The first show, that was. the first show he invited me to sort of play a, a bunch of the show was in Washington, D.C. in 85. Wow. Uh, for a million. Well, it was three quarters of a million. Yeah, but in Philadelphia in the afternoon. Like 100,000. That's crazy. That's wild. Yeah. That's yeah. absolutely yeah. insane. Yeah. The rest is history. Yeah, I mean... How did that happen? You should have seen the line to the bathroom. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, people were probably just going where they could. <laughs> this is, uh, he's responsible. They, they were depends. <laughs> he's okay, responsible like- for some of the most um, optimistic, beautiful music that, you know, when they wrote it, the 60s was powerful, ornamental, wouldn't it be nice? Stuff? But now when I yeah. play with them and I see these audience, they just, they're just, you know, DC, yeah. DC is at an all time low and Discord at an all time high. But I said, mm. thank God we have the Beach Boys music to get us through. Truly. Very true. We need it so bad. Wouldn't it be nice? Optimism, positivity. No. There's not a lot of hit songs that are optimistic like that. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and through the test of time, like there's a reason why those songs are still gigantic today because yeah. people need them. That's yeah. part of like the public consciousness now is those songs. There's a researcher in Sheffield, England that went through hundreds of songs and they said that good vibrations came in at number one for making people feel good. Wow. Named appropriately, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Good That's one. right. Well, I, I listen to your music on the regular, just so you know. She yeah. said, I'm sure you hear that a lot. But daughter was pregnant. She played Godly Knows every day. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Said, that lyric was, maybe, I mean, I always love you is not a good first line for a no, love song. I, I, I didn't write that part. <laughs> 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 and people use it at their wedding, so they're, they're. I know we were just talking about that. We're telling their uh, their divorce, I guess. Right. Well, <laughs> yeah. Good luck. 
No. <laughs> we did. That was our first dance and my, my first fight. Oh, my. <laughs> well, that's great. That's so great. Oh, oh my goodness. My well, what anyway, a- it's nice to meet you all. And I will, I will butt out. So no, that- you're, no, you're good. We're going to come see you at the bowl. Yeah, apparently. we're going to come. Oh, yeah. yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Yeah, so we'll be great there three nights. You. That's Sunday, right. Monday and Tuesday. I will be front row. I'll have your name written on my chest. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. I'll be that guy. All right. Nice I'll to meet there. you. So nice I'm to meet you. you, Mike. This guy. Wow. I mean, wow. Uh, yeah, I told you guys this book. Uh, if you would have told me, it's called. If you would have told me. If you would have yeah. told me, it was my first concert I ever went to was the Beach Bowl at the University of the Theater. I was 13, 14. He told me that you know I'd be here playing with them forty years later. I, I, I don't know about you guys, but I've just turned into pure gratitude and grace at this point. I, we just look back yeah. such, yes. we're so lucky. I mean, I we know. made it out of, we're still around, first of all. Second of all, <laughs> hundreds of millions of people that want to do what we got to do. Right. Man, we just, just look back and go, oh, I'm so grateful. I'm so, I've got a healthy son and you guys are yeah. doing great and you are happy with your partner and you have a great new a daughter yeah. and you jump on a trampoline all every day and you look skinny for the pot. I, you, you know, into, I, I jump mean, on the trampoline so that I can, wow. so that I can live as long and look as good as you at, at, I at that age. Nobody you can. Know. Nobody will do that. I know. It is, it's, it's just a goal. It's just a goal. It's nuts. Um, no, tell us about your book, though. Honestly, that's awesome. It's con- congrats. And congrats. like, just and if tell anybody us, should have a book, it's, it's because you. I'm you interested. have stories for days because you're so universally loved oh. by everyone. So oh. everyone wants to talk to you. I'm sure you have friends all over the world. Yeah. Tell us about this book. Well, it's just that I, I always said no. And there was offers that came around once in a while. And I'd be like, I'm not going to talk about who I slept with. I'm not going to, I'm not that interesting. What do I have to talk about? You know? And then, then, it, then Bob died and it came around again. And I was thinking about fatherhood and, and a lot of people right. were dying. And I thought, you know, I want to pay tribute to them. I have beautiful parents. And, and then as I'm writing it, I just go, oh, I forgot about this, forgot about that. Or, you know, and so there are some pretty interesting stories, but it's just about, I just, I just have had such a wonderful life, and and not, and not all of it's been perfect, and you know, I've made a lot of mistakes, and you know I've learned from that. I've really tried to find all the things that were relatable to other people. I, I was mm-hmm. dumb, I was sure. divorced, I was cheated on, I was bad, black, and bullies, and I was bullied a lot in school, so um, yeah. that kind of thing. And I got to play with the Beach Boys. That's so great! I can't wait to read the book. Yeah, I'm very excited. When is it we're coming gonna... out? October. October twenty third. Yes, that will be. You're gonna do it. You have to go do a book tour. Uh, very little. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's really exciting, place. though. It's very. It must be. It must have been like weird therapeutic in some yeah, way cathartic. too. To like, and yeah, cathartic as well. It's very. Exciting. Well, um, I hope we get to work together again at some point. I know. Wait, we'll and congrats th- on your we'll show. You get to work with, with Jessalyn. You get to work oh. with Jesslyn and oh, you yes, get to work like with Jessalyn. and Kayala, my girl Kayala, Kayala everybody. Let's zoom again, three of us, yes. sometime. No, for Anytime. sure. Let's do it. Thanks for doing this. We really do appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, you know, the, I, I was very nervous coming into that show, and just because you know, well, some of the things you talked about, but the two of you were so kind to me, and all the way through, and we we stayed in touch. You know, more so Jenna than Kevin, and that's why I'm going to reveal at the end of the thing. I I like Ke- Jenna better, but because Kevin sort of ignored me after he went gay, and that was it. You know. <laughs> Um, I knew it didn't have a chance. I was like, never mind. <laughs> but I'm proud of you, man. And you, you've been fighting Thank a good you. fight. I try to help you where I can on the social media stuff. And Jenna, I just love you. Too. Love you. Love I you. Love you. In person. And thank you yeah. for having me on this. Thank have a great so tour. Much. Yes. And make sure everyone goes to pre-orders your book. Go pre-order Let's that book. Do it. We love That's you, John. So- John, you're the best. Love you. Kevin, do you believe that we had a Beach Boy and John Stamos in one one interview <laughs> no like my face hurts from smiling i got goosebumps i was sweating <laughs> to meet someone who has like the two of them together their star power combined you really I, like in the in the presence of greatness <laughs> truly I, I, we just talked to a beach boy i i don't know i <laughs> I, and also we got invited to the Beach Boys concert. I'm holding John to that. <laughs> oh yeah, we're going all three we're dates. By the way, you better going. have a babysitter. <laughs> we're definitely going. Oh, I'm leaving my husband at home. <laughs> Great, he's watching the baby. We're going. To go. He and Austin can watch the kid. Great, <laughs> we're going to the concert. Um, thank you, John. Thank you for being so 
just per usual open and honest just a good human like sometimes yeah. i know like he's he's so famous he's like the mecca of famous but like l- look at the kind like appreciative generous man that he is like with just his big big heart so i mean and he's the type of famous and he that, likes like, me more kevin he does and i because <laughs> he has good taste i understand <laughs> like he, people come up to him everywhere he goes all day every day and to still be that nice be that nice yeah. is just truly a wonder to see and can't believe we get to call him our friend so Such thank you john for that um hope you enjoyed we will see you next time that's what you really missed Thanks for listening and follow us on Instagram at and that's what you really miss pod. Make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. See you next time. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.